You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Good day to you. It's great having you on board here. If you don't like that, today's show is brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Leak detection, water line repair, plumbing repair, bathroom plumbing. New Works has a fix for you. Locally owned for over 20 years, New Works is a full-service plumbing solution. No matter how small or how large your plumbing problem, they've got a fix for you. Just go to newworksplumbing.com. That's N-E-W-W-R-X plumbing.com. And remember... If you happen to have an emergency in the middle of the night, no problem. They are there for you with their 24-7 service. Again, that's newworksplumbing.com, N-E-W-W-R-X-Plumbing.com. Since I started doing this podcast back in October of 2020, I have read a couple of things repeatedly that always stick out to me, and I think this past week have once again come to the surface. One is Mitch Album, the award-winning journalist from the Detroit Free Press, who wrote this two summers ago after the anti-Semitic comments by Deshaun Jackson, then of the Philadelphia Eagles. Silence is compliance, Mitch wrote. That's a popular sentence today. But you can't be selective with your noise, not against hate. For all the bigoted garbage stirred up against Jews last week, it was disturbingly quiet out there. You should think twice about why that is. Then, of course, I very often repeat MLK's statement that Our lives begin to end the day we remain silent about things that matter. We have double standards. We have hypocrisy. We have things that, quite frankly, don't make sense. Why don't we start with the recent story out of BYU and their volleyball match against the Duke Blue Devils. This incident, which never happened, allegedly occurred on August 26th. There has been an update, and I want to read this word for word. This was a story published five days ago in the New York Post. It reads, a college volleyball player alleged spectators hurled racist abuse at her, but the claims were never proven, and it took a student newspaper to expose the truth as major left-wing media outlets ate up the tale. The racist saga involving Brigham Young University first made national headlines last month when Duke University sophomore Rachel Richardson went public with allegations that she had been subjected to racist slurs every time she served during a volleyball match in Provo, Utah on August 26th. But BYU dropped a bombshell last week, 
when it revealed that its extensive investigation into the matter, which involved reviewing multiple videos and CCTV, had found zero evidence to support 19-year-old Richardson's claims. The university also issued or issued rather an apology and overturned a ban on the unidentified fan who Duke officials had claimed was responsible for hurling the racist abuse at Richardson. The results of the probe validated an August 30 article published by the Cougar Chronicle, a publication run by conservative BYU students, which said they had been unable to find a single source in the crowd who heard the slur. The article, authored by students Luke Hansen and Thomas Stevenson, detailed how a source within the BYU Athletics Department was also quick to question the racist allegations. Quote, doesn't surprise me that left-wing media went with a narrative before knowing the whole story, Stevenson told the Post on Thursday of how outlets, including the New York Times and CNN, quickly ran with Richardson's account. Stevenson added that his outlet, too, initially believed the allegations were legit, but they started questioning the claims when readers began contacting them, saying it never happened. Quote, it was a volleyball game, so maybe somebody said dig, and she misheard it as a racial slur, Stevenson said, as he speculated on how the claims may have originated. The controversial narrative had first erupted when Richardson's godmother, Lisa Pamplin, took to Twitter on August 27th to say the teen had been called the N-word every time she served while playing BYU. Quote, she was threatened by a white male that told her to watch her back going to the team bus. A police officer had to be put by their bench, Pamplin wrote. 5,700 folks attended that game. The taunts got louder and louder when police came to the bench. Pamplin, who wasn't at the game and has since turned her Twitter profile private, said in a follow-up statement that many adults failed my goddaughter. Every American should be enraged that a young lady was subjected to hateful, demeaning language. Now, as we know, BYU did an extensive investigation and said this, quote, as a result of our investigation, we have lifted the ban on the fan who was identified as having uttered racial slurs during the match. We have not found any evidence that the individual engaged in such an activity. BYU sincerely apologizes to that fan for any hardship the ban has caused. The university said its review included looking at all available video and audio recordings, including security footage and raw footage from all camera angles taken by BYU TV of the match with broadcasting audio removed to ensure that the noise from the stands could be heard more clearly. Quote, we also reached out to more than 50 individuals who attended the event, Duke Athletic Department personnel and student athletes, BYU Athletic Department personnel and student athletes, event security and management and fans who were in the arena that evening, including many of the fans in the on-court student section. The BYU statement continued. Of course, Duke University's athletic director had to chime in, Nina King, quickly issuing a statement, standing by Richardson and the rest of the team. Quote, the 18 members of the Duke University volleyball team are exceptionally strong who represent themselves, their families, and Duke University with the utmost integrity. We unequivocally stand with and champion them, especially when their character is called into question. Duke Athletics believes in respect, equality, and inclusiveness, and we do not tolerate hate and bias. So once again, when it comes to any allegations of racism, the truth doesn't matter. 
If an individual makes allegations of racism, it doesn't seem to matter to the left-wing media. And, of course, LeBron James, who had to chime in, tweeting in support of Richardson, quote, we have her back. This is not sports. His tweet, of course, has not been removed because LeBron James is selective with his noise. Again, as Mitch Album writes, you cannot be selective with your noise, not against hate. This wasn't hate. This was an allegation that proved to be false. But if you really want to talk about what hate is and how it has been so quiet and how the quote that I just read from Mitch Album still applies here in September of 2022, all you need to do is look what happened at this past weekend's football game between Oregon and BYU on the campus of Oregon. Fans were heard and seen on video chanting F the Mormons. How about that? F the Mormons. The University of Oregon released a statement Sunday apologizing to BYU after that despicable display at a college football game. How come there hasn't been more outrage? How come there hasn't been more talk of what happened at the Oregon BYU game? It's just been swept under the rug. What, Mormons aren't important? You can chant vile, despicable chants at a religion and you're just fine with it? I didn't see any tweets from LeBron James condemning what happened at the football game between Oregon and BYU. Again, double standards, hypocrisy, and as Mitch Album wrote two summers ago, silence is compliance. That's a popular sentence today, but you can't be selective with your noise, not against hate. Well, we saw it a couple of months ago when Draymond Green used a racial slur directed at Kendrick Perkins, former NBA player, now, of course, an analyst on ESPN. The same week, the owner that Draymond Green plays for, Joe Lacob of the Golden State Warriors, was fined a half million dollars for comments that he made on a podcast hosted by NBA players Andre Iguodala and Evan Turner, where he criticized the NBA luxury tax system. $500,000 fine for Joe Lacob, but not even a statement from the NBA, no fine from the NBA, no fine, no repercussions at all from the Golden State Warriors or the league. I guess the NBA is being selective with their noise against hate. And then there is whether I can even comment on this. If you remember the Academy Awards, when Will Smith got up and walked on the stage and slapped Chris Rock, there were many in social media with blue check marks on Twitter telling white people to stay on the sidelines and that they really need to remain quiet because they just don't understand. That's right. We were told to stay on the sidelines and that our view of what happened, what we watched that night at the Academy Awards, had no validity and that we were to remain silent. Again, numerous, numerous people with blue check marks on social media making those demands. I always talk about Kevin Euclid, the former MLB player. His tweet of two years ago may be the best one that I've ever read. He tweeted, the mental health and well-being of our country is deteriorating and social media is the culprit. The constant hatred towards others that don't share the same opinions is tiresome and unhealthy for our society. We all need to be better so the next generation is healthier and happier. That is as good 
as it gets. And then that brings me to the Robert Sarver suspension, which, by the way, I was on record when the NBA announced the one-year suspension and $10 million fine as light. I did not think it was severe enough based on the allegations that were investigated by the NBA. Martenzi Johnson of Anscape wrote a very interesting column dated September 16th. I'm going to read a few paragraphs. When ESPN reported allegations last year that Phoenix Suns and Phoenix Mercury owner Robert Sarver was creating and fostering an environment of racism, sexism, and general harassment within his organization, I wrote that this was, quote, an issue for white men to solve. What I meant by that was that throughout the history of this country, racial and gender rights were only won when white men finally decided that racism and sexism weren't right. By the simple fact that white people outnumber and outpower other racial and ethnic groups, white people have to, whether by force or desire, actually be the ones who want that to be for it to happen. I personally am offended by that paragraph, stereotyping all white people, because that's really what Martenzi did. And when he talks about the history of this country, how far back are we going back? Are we going back to the 1800s and slavery? I mean, is that right? Is that where we're stemming this from? Obviously, there is some truth to what he wrote, but it's funny. I was watching two NFL games last night, the doubleheader on Monday Night Football, and I saw end racism on the football field. And I saw all of these social media slogans on the back of the players' helmets, Black Lives Matter and racism, choose love, and I can go on and on. And funny, at the other end of the end zone, there was another message, and it said, it takes all of us. The problem that I have with the paragraph is the last sentence. By the simple fact that white people outnumber and outpower other racial and ethnic groups, white people have to, whether by force or desire, actually be the ones who want that to be for it to happen. Insinuating that We don't want that to happen. Again, I have a problem with that stereotype. That's really an issue for me. Another issue that I had in this story, and by the way, I really would encourage you to read this. Again, the story is in Anscape, and it is by Martenzi Johnson, dated September 16th. And the reason why I point that out is there were a lot of good things, in my opinion, in this column. And at the very least, it really made me think. But the other paragraph that I'm referring to read this way. So as far as Sarver's alleged racism, which is in reference to the N-word, I'd argue is boilerplate. Why can't we say it? White ignorance. This was never going to rise to the level of Sterling's band, talking about Donald Sterling. Again, the N-word, I'd argue, is boilerplate. Why can't we say it? White ignorance. So now white people are once again ignorant about the N-word. It's just amazing to me. It really is. It's uh, It's sad. And you want to know why I don't feel that our country is making the progress necessary when it comes to racism in America and systemic racism is because all of the stereotypes that, to me, in many instances, are outdated. And it does matter whether you're on the left or you're on the right. Again, just look at the story of the Duke volleyball player at BYU. Look at how that story was covered by the national media. Go look at what happened at the Oregon-BYU football game and the chant of 
F you Mormons. I mean, how despicable and how ugly is that? Again, go look at how that story was covered across the country. It was swept under the rug. As MLK said, our lives begin to end the day we remain silent about things that matter. Mitch Album, silence is compliance. That's a popular sentence today. But you can't be selective with your noise, not against hate. Unfortunately, in 2022, this country, for the most part, is selective with their noise against hate. They're very selective with their noise against hate. And if it's hate against the black culture, it is completely different than hate against the Mormons, against the Jewish people, against Muslims, and we can go on and on and on. It's a shame. It really is. So as I sit here, as a 63-year-old white man, who I've been told by many on social media, and I continue to read stories that I really am not entitled to speak on this. Well, it's great to have a podcast where I'm on my own boss because I can speak freely on this. But the reality is many people in the mainstream media that are white feel that they are handcuffed and that if they do speak out on anything to do with race, they are automatically going to be canceled. So I ask you, how are we ever going to move forward in this country? Deshaun Jackson makes an anti-Semitic comment. Nothing. Nothing at all. Myers Leonard of the Miami Heat playing a video game on the internet. Uses a slur derogatory towards Jewish people. Fined, suspended for a week. Subsequently traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder and released. He's not in the NBA. Draymond Green can call Kendrick Perkins a racial slur and not even a statement from the NBA no fine, no suspension, and we can go on and on. An ugly incident at the Oregon-BYU football game, an incident allegedly at a volleyball match in Provo, Utah, an investigation that proved that there were no racial slurs uttered and that the story was fabricated, and many in the left-wing media ran with it, attacked BYU, and it was a very ugly incident. How are we supposed to move forward? Seriously. Do you see any light at the end of the tunnel here? I personally don't. I just don't. I think we're moving backwards. I don't think we're moving in the right direction in this country. And I think that is a really, really sad commentary. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
It is now time for our Crowd Ultra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe I will answer your question on Friday's podcast. Josh wants to know, are you a fan of Cliff Kingsbury's play calling? I'm not a fan of Kyler Murray and the way he's been playing quarterback. Obviously a great comeback on Sunday. I don't necessarily have a problem with King, Kingsbury and his play calling as much. I have a problem with the execution of the quarterback Murray and that offense. Mike wants to know, did I think Tua could play like that? Not really. That really surprised me. I mean, he had a career day Sunday in Baltimore, a remarkable performance. Sam wants to know, is Otani or Judge more likely to win the MVP? Aaron Judge is going to win the MVP basically because he's on a first-place team and the Angels stink. I don't know if that should really factor into it. If it were me and I'm looking at the most viable player, I think it's Otani. Or should we look at the best player? How do you vote for this? Is it the MVP? Well, then Judge is the MVP. If you give a award to the best player, then it's Otani. Does that make sense? Aaron wants to know how many games are the Browns going to win this season after seeing them lose to the Jets. Aaron, I don't have a crystal ball any more than you do, but that was an absolutely brutal loss. Horrible, horrible loss. So I'm going to say in a 17-win season, probably 8-9, maybe best-case scenario, nine and eight trevor wants to know could this be a career-ending injury for trey lance not after the surgery yesterday trevor uh doctors said that they expect him to be 100 percent and make a full recovery in time for training camp next summer zach wants to know should tom brady taking a rest day every wednesday be alarming for bucks fans why what's alarming why the hell would bucks fans care whether tom brady is practicing on wednesday or not zach they're two and oh okay they won at dallas and they won at new orleans that's the only thing that matters. Who cares whether Tom Brady is practicing on Wednesday or not? Why would you think, Zach, that that's alarming for Bucks fans? Bucks fans don't give a damn whether Tom Brady is practicing or not. They care what happens on Sundays. Brendan wants to know any thoughts on the first week of Thursday Night Football on Amazon. I watched the game. I didn't watch any of the other crap, Brendan. So, no. To me, it was football. And I think Kirk Herbstreet and Al Michaels do a great job. That's the only thing that matters to me. All the other stuff, I don't pay attention to. I really don't. Jake asked, do you see or did I see any players' work ethic change once they got a bigger contract with the Kings? Absolutely. The one that sticks out to me was Marcus Thornton. Marcus acquired in a trade, uh, played great, and they gave him a new deal, and he just went into the tank. A completely different demeanor and work ethic and everything else. There are others, but that one comes to my mind. Hey, again, just go to Crowd Ultra, and I will answer your question if you take the time to write me, all right, just go to CrowdUltra.com and maybe you'll hear me answer your question on Friday's podcast. It's time for Rant's Rant. Today's rant is brought to you by Sky Oak Capital, a financial planning and wealth management firm. As an SEC registered investment advisor, Sky Oak Capital's primary focus is protecting your assets by mitigating risk while providing returns to allow you to retire comfortably. Now to schedule a financial consultation, just go to skyoak.com. You can take a free risk analysis. Views and opinions expressed by this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of Sky Oak Capital. You know, every time I want to believe in Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings, they have a game like last night. Big stage coming off a season opening victory at home against the Packers and you go into Philadelphia and you are not ready to play. Monday Night Football at the link, and the Philadelphia Eagles took control of the game. Early moments, they never looked back. We saw drop passes. We saw penalties. We saw missed assignments. We saw Kirk Cousins playing horrible at the quarterback position, and to me, it's the same old story. I cannot take this team seriously. 
I know it's early. I know it's only two weeks in. But do you really think the Minnesota Vikings have what it takes to win that NFC North, even against a Green Bay squad that looks a little shaky through two weeks? I, for one, don't. I just can't. I can't do it. I can't put my confidence and my faith in Kirk Cousins and the Minnesota Vikings. That's my rant for today. And that is my podcast for today. Hope you have a fabulous day. And thank you so much for listening to If You Don't Like That with Grant Napier. So long, everybody. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.